Hello, you're listening to the Not Your Mother's Life, Not Your Mother's Advice podcast. I'm Kim Panakia, the mother you wish you had. I'm the mom of a millennial daughter whose friends often told me that they wished I was their mom, and I still have young women telling me the same thing today. Not because they didn't love their moms, and not because I let my kid get away with murder, but because I wasn't always telling her to do things my way. I am often referred to as the voice of reason by my family, friends, and colleagues. And in this podcast, I am putting my many years of experience as a parent, influencer, and teacher to work for you, to help you make informed decisions on your own about what you want in your life and what you don't. To help you realize that it is your life and that you need to make decisions based on your life goals and not the lost dreams of your parents. To help you understand and know that failure is part of success, not the opposite of it, and that fear is a big fat lie that has been programmed into our subconscious to keep us, air quote, safe. But safe doesn't excite us, and safe doesn't move us forward. Safe doesn't allow us to realize our dreams and our aspirations. So thank you for joining me, and let's get started transforming your fears into freedom and failures into success. Hey there, welcome to episode two of Not Your Mother's Life, Not Your Mother's Advice podcast. Kim Panakia here. And I, um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about taking 100% total responsibility and being 100% accountable for everything that happens in your life. And I know this is uh, maybe, probably a very uncomfortable and touchy topic for many, um, and it was for me, but in order to move forward, we need to make sure that um, we learn to take completely responsibility complete responsibility for our lives. So if we want to move forward with endless possibilities, we need to have 100% responsibility 100% of the time. And I know that very many people are probably saying, oh, I know that, I know that. Um, But very often we know it, but we don't actually do it. And it's something that I continue to learn. I am very, very... um, uh, aware of now, um, more and more and more. I wasn't as aware before. So if nothing else, let's just, um, make the goal of this podcast is make the goal of this podcast to be, to make you a little bit more aware of this concept. Um, because it will take some time to actually get there to a hundred percent responsibility, a hundred percent of the time. And so, and when I talk about this, um, um, it is a little difficult concept, so I apologize that I'm stumbling over my words, but I want to make sure that what I say um, is is going to resonate with you. So it, responsibility is not just when it suits us or when things are going our way, um, but taking 100% responsibility even when things don't go our way Um, And when you really, really want to believe that someone else is at fault for something that happened in your life. Um, And now, you know, legally or by insurance company standards or whatever, sometimes they're going to go, well, that's his fault. The accident, the car accident, whatever was his fault and, you know, different types of things like that. 
um, a slip and fall or whatever, you know, it's the fault of this company or whatever. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about taking responsibility um, and not in the way, while well, the insurance company said it was their fault. So um, we're going to take a couple of steps back from that and really look at um, how taking 100% responsibility 100% of the time, what that looks like. So I'll talk a little bit about our ego, which unfortunately gets in the way very often of us uh, growing and learning um, about ourselves and new things because our ego never really wants us to take responsibility because it's our ego, it's that it's their job, the ego, our ego's job, um, to make sure that we are right, that we are safe. And so our ego very often gets in the way of us acknowledging that we are wrong about something. Um, and believe me, I know this because I'm trying to master this one myself. Just ask my husband. Uh, and so, um, but first I had to realize and acknowledge this. And again, this is what I really want to get across in this episode is that you realize and acknowledge um, this is really, really important if you want to continue to grow and move forward in your own life, that we really need to work on our ego. Um, so again, I want you to re realize that you are responsible for every single thing that happens in your life. Um, and as soon as you start blaming other people, what you're doing is you're giving up complete control of your life. So if you really think about it, when you start saying it was their fault or that this happened to me, then what are you saying? That they are in control of what happens in your life. And when you start giving up control of your life, you are not able to grow your life into grow yourself and to become uh, truly independent. So not sure if you're starting to feel uncomfortable yet about this one, um, but it is completely natural if you are, because again, it is our ego telling us that it can't possibly be my fault. I'm in the right. They did something. They made it happen or, you know, not happen, so on. And if you unfortunately are the uh, child of a parent who was always like, no, not my little Johnny, not my little Susie. They would never do anything wrong. Why would they do anything wrong? They didn't do it. Somebody else must have made them do it or something happened. Then you're probably starting to feel a little uncomfortable right now because you've been told all your life that you were uh, fine, perfect, wonderful, and somebody else was to blame for everything that happened. So, um, when we stop playing the blame game, we stop being the victim. And to me, this is, I call this the V word because I absolutely hate this word, victim. Um, and when we stop playing the victim, we lose total control of our situation and our life. And then what happens is we spiral into the poor me, life isn't fair, Good things don't happen to people like me. That good fortune is for those people, not us. We were born on the wrong side of the tracks. Whack, whack, whack. Continue, continue, on and on. You get it. Um, and as I said, I hate the freaking V word, victim. It is, it, 
it's one of those words that drives me insane. So being responsible and not being the victim is being the cause of our life, not the victim in our life. So being responsible means being the cause of your life, not the victim in your life. So it's not easy to admit to ourselves uh, where we're not taking responsibility. Um, and I know this, of course, because I'm human and this is something that I've worked for 50-something years now on. <laughs> and as I said before, it might be a little bit uncomfortable, but we are going to um, you know, talk through it and work through it. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me my email is in the show notes um, for the episode. So again, talking a little bit about our ego, it doesn't want us to accept the fact that we're at fault for anything. It's much easier and convenient to play the victim. Pointing the blame and making excuses equals giving up our power to create and be the cause of our life. And that is when we let other people or things dictate what is possible for us, what we can and can't do. And I know you want to do things um, that are possible for you, and you want to be able to create your life and be the cause of your life, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. And so I know you want to take control of your life so you can live your best life, the one that is meant for you. But in order to live this best life, you need to create it. Therefore, you need to accept 100% responsibility for it. And again, you might be saying, sure, Kim, sure, I know this. I know, of course, of course I have to be responsible. I'm responsible for everything. But let me just talk quickly about the difference between understanding and knowing. So... The concept of understanding versus the concept of knowing. So really knowing is having actually done something, experienced it in your real life. So for an example, um, knowing the concept of swimming um, versus, uh, so, so if you know the concept of swimming because you've read a book or watched a YouTube video versus actually swimming. So... Again, you might uh, know what you need to do to be a good swimmer, but until you actually get in the water and practice that and do it, you're not a good swimmer. Um, you will probably maybe, I don't know, just tread water for a while until you get too tired and I don't know, hopefully somebody will come and save you. But in real life, people are not running out to save you anymore. So... I hear people say all of the time, I know that, I know that, I know that. And usually with that indignant tone. But in reality, they know the concept, but they have not experienced it. So they don't really have a full understanding of it. So again, knowing something versus really having a full understanding of something um, and knowing the difference is really important. So next time you say to somebody, I know that, think about how much you really know it and 
if you really uh, know it or not. Um, okay, so uh, if you really understand it or not. Okay, so now um, the knowing concept, um, of, of course, applies to this as well, taking full responsibility. Um, we can say, I know I have to take complete responsibility for my life. But then when something doesn't go the way we plan, we look to see who is at fault. Um, and oddly enough, um, just before I started recording this podcast, I was looking for a phone number, something that I needed to, uh, to do um, uh, for in my, in my personal life. And I had sworn I stuck this phone number on something that was right here uh, on my desk. And then I could not find it. And I immediately thought... Who moved it? Who took it? Did my husband move it? And then I started to think, okay, no, you obviously did something with it. So look here, look there. And if it isn't where it's supposed to be, it's because you, me, Kim, put it in a different place or moved it or did something with it. Um, and sure enough, it was in the trash where I had put it. Um, so like I said, it it's very, very easy to fall back into this, but it starts with the realization of um, understanding the concept. Okay, so not just like, I know I'm supposed to do that, um, but actually understanding the concept. Um, so even when something happens to you that you really, really, really believe that you had no role in stopping, ask yourself... Where or what was my role in this? What could I have done differently? Is it because there's always something that you could have done differently? So I want to take a minute here to make a statement that I am not a psychiatrist and I don't play one on TV. I am not a psychotherapist or any type of doctor. So if you're suffering from some sort of post traumatic stress disorder, um, I'm not here trying to tell you that what you experienced was your fault or anything like that. So let's just get that straight. If that is truly your um, issue here, you really need to be seeking professional counseling. And that is not what this podcast is about. So please, 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 if you need professional help, please seek it. This is not to be substituted for professional help. So that being said, I want to get back to what you could have done differently. So maybe in the case of a car accident, um, what could I have done differently? Maybe, you know, by the insurance claim standards, it was not your fault. It was the other guy's fault. But stop and think. You always could have done something differently because you are in control of your own life. So... You could have taken a different route. You could have left earlier or later. You could have been paying attention to the traffic uh, coming from the other direction and so on. And maybe, yes, that maybe you say, well, that's not my responsibility, but you could have done this. So, oops, sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, you could have done this. And, yes, you could always say, well, I always take that road and it leaves at that time, 
and so on and so on and so on, but that's not the point here. The point is that you do have a role in everything that happens in your life. And there is always something that you could have done. And so as we start realizing this, we have, we can start having more and more control over our own lives and stop giving this control away to other people. So another thing to think about, if this concept right now is a little too far reaching for you, and I'm not saying that sarcastically or in a condescending way, because it is a little deep and complex and very, very different way of looking at things than we have ever looked at them before, maybe. Um, so let's start thinking about it in this way. Um, if you're not ready to accept the 100% responsibility for everything, um, at least be willing to accept or take 100% responsibility of how you react to it. So again, this is kind of a, you know, very difficult topic for a lot of people. And I realize that maybe, you know, starting off with this topic in, you know, just episode two might be a little deep. Um, but to me, it's so important to set the ground rules or the, the not set the ground rules because I'm not really a rule follower. Those of you who know me don't like rules, um, but the groundwork. So to set the groundwork for being able to um, impact your own life and create your own life, um, this is really, really an important concept to grasp. So again, if it's, you know, you need to take it in steps, um, let's start with taking 100% responsibility for how we react to things that happen in our lives. So you can decide to let it ruin your day or not. You can decide if you'll kick and scream or react calmly. Um, you can decide to figure out what you could have done differently so you can try to prevent it from happening again. Okay, so we can at least decide how and be 100% accountable and responsible for how we are going to react to something. So let's take an example here of maybe getting to work late. You can say, well, I got all the red lights and I had to leave later than I wanted to because my stupid alarm didn't go off or my spouse or roommate didn't wake me, and then all my clothes were wrinkled, and I had to iron them, and then my mascara smudged, and I had to fix it. All these things happened to me, and that's why I'm late for work, and now my boss is upset with me, so my entire day is ruined. And then pretty much your entire day is ruined, because you're going along with that thought in your head all day long that this day is ruined. I'll just you know let it all be ruined until tomorrow. So if that sounds familiar or, you know, of course, that's a little exaggerated or maybe it isn't for some, um, you know, maybe you could say, well, the electricity did go out. My alarm clock stopped um, and then my boss is upset. Why do I still need to let this ruin my entire day? So even if the electricity did go out, so your alarm clock stopped, what might you do? In the future, maybe you need to set up set a backup alarm. Maybe you need to set an alarm on your phone or an old-fashioned alarm clock that runs by battery. I don't know, but there are other things you could do 
to prevent that from happening again. And you don't need to let it ruin your entire day. Maybe you say to your boss, I'm really sorry, my alarm didn't go off, I will not let that happen again. And move on. Because more than likely, any of this stuff that happens is not going to be remembered by you or anybody else, maybe by even the end of the day, by the end of the week, by the end of the month, and so on. So no one is ever going to remember this, so why are you going to let it ruin an entire 24 hours instead of just figuring out what should I, could I have done, how am I going to react, and then how am I going to prevent this from happening again. I know it might sound simple, um, but that too takes some time and effort, but it's really, really, really important if you want to start taking responsibility and creating a life that is designed by you, created by you, for you, you need to be responsible for it and not look to pass blame on somebody else. Um, so every time you find yourself complaining about something, talking about something that maybe is unpleasant or something that you don't want or don't like, stop and think about are you really trying to avoid responsibility for something? And if you think long and hard about it with an open mind, keyword here, open mind, and with the assumption that everything is your own fault if you're any damn good, which is a quote from Ernest Hemingway, you will come to the realization that you are probably trying or your ego is trying to avoid something that is uncomfortable for you. So it is really good to write this stuff down in a journal or notebook um, because when you write things down, it actually creates a better connection with your brain than if you just think about them in your head. So taking pen to paper really makes that connection in your brain. And then what I also think makes a really good connection, it is for me, it does for me anyway, and maybe it would work for you, is to actually say it out loud, have a conversation either with yourself about it or maybe with somebody else, if you have a, someone who you can talk to um, and actually say things out loud and have the conversation because then different things open up and different ideas open up for you. Um, so for another example here, maybe somebody doesn't hold up their end of a deal that you both made. And just in general terms, nothing, I won't get into specifics about what the deal was or anything like that, but um, you do your part, but they fall short. And it makes you mad, and you get upset and start talking crap about them and about how they let you down. But stop and think. What could you have done to prevent this from happening? So before you start saying, well, it's all their fault, they, they, they didn't do this, they didn't do that, um, stop and think. Maybe they didn't understand how important this was to you. Maybe from their perspective, it wasn't really important or a big deal. So maybe you could have communicated the importance that this had for you. Um, maybe you could have had communication catch-up calls about their status so that they would realize the importance of this to you. Um, and maybe, if you really think about it, maybe you know or you knew that this person was not good at keeping their word. And maybe uh, you, if you think about it, you're like, I should have known better than to enter this agreement with them because I know from the past. So again, 
your fault for entering an agreement with somebody that you knew was not good at keeping up their end of the bargain. Uh, maybe you could have clarified the urgency or the negative outcome that this created if it didn't get done on time. Um, and I could go on, but I think you get the point. So really think about what could I have done differently to have created a different outcome. And by doing this, you're going to learn so many different things about yourself and communication, other people's perspectives, what to do and what not to do next time. So why would you just pass blame and not learn anything, only to find yourself in the same place, in the same situation at another time? Getting frustrating and let, letting other people control your life and be the cause of your life. And I say this and I'm just so, uh, I don't know if you can tell how passionate I am about this when I'm, in, if it's coming through, but I am very passionate about this about not getting frustrating, letting other people control your life and be the cause of your life because I did this for so many years and it was so frustrating and I finally got it and I'm finally not doing this anymore. And if I can just get to one person out there who will understand and get it, then I will be extremely, extremely, extremely grateful. So... Again, I know it might be a little deep, a little controversial for some people, maybe a little bit uncomfortable or a lot uncomfortable um, because we all have egos and we all have subconscious programming that tells us that, um, that you know, that there's nothing wrong with us, that we're, uh, you know, that we didn't do anything wrong. Um, it was somebody else's fault, somebody else's fault, somebody else's fault. So this might be an episode that you want to listen to again and again um, and Again, please feel free to send me an email if you have any questions. Um, I know it's hard, and I work on this every day. Like I said, I just had this one example today. Um, yes, it might have been a small thing, but again, stop and think. Okay, what did I do? It's my fault. I could not find that paper. But my ego started kicking in saying, it's going to be somebody else's fault. My husband must have moved it. But he didn't. He didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, it was me. I put it in the wrong place. Um, so it does get easier, like everything else that you work at, you actually, actually have to work at it. It gets easier every time and then it becomes a habit. So once something becomes a habit, then we have to think about it less and less and less and work less hard on it because again, we habituate, habitually do it. Um, and then we don't even think about it anymore as part of our subconscious and it becomes habit. So thank you. I appreciate uh, the time that you took to listen to this, and um, I appreciate the complexity of this and how it's probably maybe something new. Um, and again, maybe you know it, but you don't understand it. Um, really think back to, to that too. So in episode three, we're going to talk about figuring out what you want and what you don't want. And sometimes it might be easier to acknowledge what you don't want. And I have some um, interesting examples in the podcast episode um, so that you can figure out what you do want and you don't find yourself compromising on your dreams. Because sometimes if you don't actually acknowledge what it is that you don't want, 
you do find yourself compromising because you haven't really clarified that that is something that I don't want. So it is important to know what you don't want so you don't find yourself compromising on your dreams. So again, if this episode two on responsibility was a little deep, uh, please listen to it again and again. Let me know if you have any questions. And I look forward to talking to you in episode three. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you and your time. So if you like what you're hearing, or maybe you don't like it, but know it's what you need to hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a great review, and share the podcast with your friends and family. Also, be sure to follow me on social media and email me with any questions you may have or topics you would like me to discuss. I might even use your question on one of my future podcasts. Check out the show notes for my email address, social media links, and to PDFs that are sometimes available with various episodes. Hoping you have an unapologetically wealthy and free day.